Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. is episode 94 of the say hey podcast part of the believe podcast network i am doug hayes it is january 24 2023 rob we've been on like a month hiatus it's the first show of the year happy new year my friend even though i've talked to you many times in between (laughs) happy new year baby happy new year glad to be back uh a lot um you know i want to i want to start off by, by saying um the last couple episodes that that you and i have done um we kind of end up with a egg on our face a little bit because that like something big would happen the very next day that, that totally contradicted what we just talked about sure. the day before. So I want everybody to know, you know, Doug and I have, we haven't been lazy. We, we, we were just, we just kind of got in that mode where we're avoiding people or, or avoiding people. Yeah. We've just been in that mode where, okay, since we keep a uh, screwing up shit uh, <laughs> on our episodes, because the very next day something, something crazy happens. We're going to let the off season play out a little bit, you know, maybe, and it's still not over yet. I mean, the, the Giants still, believe it or not, have have a few, have a few uh, roster holes to fill. But yeah, for the most, yeah, and but for the most part, you know, we we think they've pretty much settled into what they're gonna have going into spring training here in a few weeks. But yeah, I think we're we're ready to go now. We're back. Uh, sorry if you missed us. We, we missed you. Yeah, lots happened, man. I mean, obviously, and we don't need to freaking ever mention his name again, but somehow, someway, Carlos Correa ends up back with the Minnesota Twins after all the shenanigans. After all that. So, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> uh, and we'll touch base on, like, the ramifications of that tonight and stuff. But, but, dude, yeah, like, a lot's happened. Like, since we recorded last, like, even in our personal lives, like, I went down to Arizona I saw I saw my Michigan Wolverines for the first time in my life in person. I've been a fan for almost two decades. And what do they do? They lay a huge egg against TCU, who laid a bigger egg the next week against Georgia. Um, the the biggest egg I think you could possibly lay, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and then they obviously jumped, they jumped the 2004 Oklahoma Sooners. Oh jeez, yeah, that was a bad you, one too. Against that, USC. That was, 5519. Yeah, finally, there's a worse one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, lots happened, man. I like like my Niners played Rob's Cowboys over the weekend, and that's over. Like uh, Rob's wearing a Giants hat. I'm wearing a Niners hat, so you know how that went. My season's um, over. <laughs> but uh yeah, hey, best time of the year, dude. Playoffs and football. I mean, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, you know, there the Giants, uh, we're gonna we're gonna finally the good thing is is we've kind of given it enough time we can actually like there's there's not really any significant names left. And I mean, that's across the board. So it's, yeah. I, f- I feel like we're both comfortable, you know, kind of just evaluating and grading. And at the end of this episode, we will we'll grade the off season, um, you know, our opinions. So um, like we said, it's been a month. Uh, if you're just uh, joining us, uh, you can find all of our stuff at believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com or uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so we are excited to be back though. Cause uh I think we were, we were hammering out like episodes every like four or five days. It felt like, and then obviously with all the Korea stuff. And so, yeah, it's been a busy off season. So we need that little break. A lot, a lot of time and emotion went into cross Korea. And I think, I, I think after that was over, we needed to step away for a little bit. So let's talk about the guys that are here that are San Francisco giants. Um, you know, obviously there were, um moves that were made the giants bring in mitch hanniger that was kind of the the first significant one in early december um they go get michael conforto they bring in tyler's twin brother taylor rogers to help the back end of the bullpen woes that were of 2022 so you know and they they brought back jock peterson on the one-year qualifying offer so there were some you know decent additions uh to this team but also, you know, you talk about let's kind of let's kind of start in the rotation. You cool with that? You want to start with the starting rotation? Let's do that. So, 
obviously Carlos Rodon leaves. Um, Logan Webb will be back, obviously heading this rotation. But now you 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 bring back guys like Anthony DiScofani is going to be in this rotation. Alex Wood will be sometime. Who knows? Uh, there's been more additions. He may be coming out of the pen at some points in this season as well. But the additions they make, Sean Manaya, Ross Stripling, they both get um, the same deal. I believe it's both two for $25 million, um, with an opt-out after 2023. Yes. Um, my initial thoughts were I actually really like the addition of Stripling. Uh, he's coming off a strong year uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, now, on the other hand, left-hander Sean Manaya not coming off a strong year with the San Diego Padres. I'm cool with the Stripling signing. I think he's a great addition. Manaya, I'm kind of mixed bag on. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on on those? They're just, uh, you know, they fit right in. They're uh, collectively what Sean Manaya, career fifty-eight and fifty pitcher with a four point zero six ERA, and then you go down to Ross Stripling. Third, yeah, that's thirty-eight and thirty-eight with a three point seven eight. Yeah, right. They're basically the same. The same guy. They both sure. been leagues. They both been in the league seven years. But I, I, I gotta agree with you. I'm you're you're more excited about Stripling because Stripling's coming off his best year ever. So, yeah. and he got he got a little more run as as the season went, went along last year. The Blue Jays started to trust trust him more. And shout out to our boy uh, Chris Corbett. You know, out, out in Canada, he, he he said he's like yeah. You know, Toronto's good, gonna miss him. And then when I, you know, you hop on Blue Jays Twitter, like, oh, they, they lost Stripling. That sucks. It's a good game for the Giants. So hopefully, hopefully he can build off last season and hopefully we get a bit of a bounce back from uh, Sean Manaya. Um, you know, I've, I've, try, I've tried to do like mental gymnastics in my head to try to <laughs> c- compare him to like Carlos R- Rodon when they signed, when they signed R- Rod- Rodon because, you know, big lefty throws hard. You know, you, you know, not, not the injury history that Rodon had, but. Uh, probably coming off his worst year as, as a starter, but yeah. But other than that, like 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 I, like I prefaced, he's been in the league seven years, and he's he's been uh slightly above average, you know, 50 and fifty ERA in the, in the low fours, and that's coming off a bad year. So hopefully he kind of does what he's done his whole career and just balances out with a really good year this year coming up. But un- unfortunately, with uh and I don't, we don't have to get crazy about the contracts because they're all very similar. But yeah. if he do, if he does have a good bounce back year, he's probably um, out of town. So we're used to that. Yeah, no but but yeah, we're we're getting we're getting so so used to that. It kind of sucks, but oh well. But yeah, I mean, like obviously, we hope that Manaya has a bounce back season. Um, you know, he's I had his page up here, but now I got to find it again. Sorry, but um. You know, he's had some okay seasons, especially with uh, the Oakland A's. Um, his last, like, pretty darn good season, um, actually, like, 2021, so two years ago, he was okay. I mean, he had a 391 ERA, 9.74 Ks per nine, which was um, a career high for him. Like, if you were to put those numbers up this year, I think, you know, we'd be pretty happy with that. That's a solid 3-4 guy in the rotation numbers, and he's a lefty. The Giants... You know, outside of Alex Wood, who may or may not be in the rotation a bunch this year, could use another lefty. Obviously, Carlos Rodon departed. And speaking of other lefties, Kyle Harrison's going to be knocking on the door in Sacramento. He could be up at probably will he will be up at any some point in the season. Uh, the big question is just if it's going to be sooner or later. Is it going to be you know May June or is it going to be like July August? Um, and then obviously they they reached an agreement with uh, Jacob Junis to come back. I believe they reached a, it was arbitration eligible still. So yeah. he'll be back. And then, um, you know, big wild card. Who knows about Sean Jelly, but he's available there too for added depth to this rotation. So overall, yeah, you bring in Stripling and Manaya. Harrison's close. You technically get back Anthony DiScafani, who was really non-existent last year, was banged up. Hopefully he's fully healthy, ready to go. Um, so how are you feeling about the rotation heading in to this year as a whole? Uh, not great, Bob. Not great. Not great. <laughs> uh, you know, not, not bad, but not great. I feel like losing Rodon people, people, I've seen a lot of people try to write off Rodon as, oh, he's, he's really the only the one guy that they lost, man. He was their best player last year. 
uh, he, I mean, he was nails every time he went out there and an all-star um, didn't miss like two starts the entire year. I mean, he was as reliable as, yeah, he had like 31 as, starts. Yeah. As, as could no. be. So, but I, I feel like people are, are kind of overlooking the fact that they had a pretty dynamic one, two punch at the top of that rotation for most of the year. And now, uh, we've, we've we've talked about it a little bit. Logan West's velocity has gone down a bit, you know, the, you know, at the end of last year. So I'm really curious to see how he comes back this year. Still confident, you know, he's he's a ground ball guy. Uh, so I think he can keep that going. But you're asking a lot of Logan Webb now to be yeah. that. Hey, man, we need a win today. We've lost three in a row. Mm. Your turn. Let's go. Be because the because if he if he if he can't do that, and like I said, it's just you got Webb and basically four or five well let's hope you know let's let's hope and hope that a couple of those question marks can become reliable arms and i think we're confident about stripling but the problem you know the the main thing about stripling is you know he's never really gone past five six innings in his, his entire career like he like like i mentioned earlier he had just started to go get into the sixth inning later in the year with with, with toronto when the gate with the games got, got bigger so I just think you're asking a lot of, of Webb right now with the current, you know, state of, of the rotation because you really don't know what you're going to get with with the rest of the guys. That's just that's the facts. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great point. I'm kind of with you. I, I I don't think it's a great rotation by, but I don't by any means think it's a bad rotation. I think it's you know middle of the pack, maybe a little above average, middle of the pack. So. Somewhere in the you know twelve to fifteen range uh, worth of rotations across the Major League Baseball. So, yeah, I mean, uh, big question mark. And and actually, you know, I, I want to talk to you off air about it, but I do want to dedicate maybe maybe a whole episode to Logan Webb because it's the off season. So we I feel like we can do that. Um, so we can we'll go into a further discussion regarding Webb. But yeah, the K's were down this last year. Velocity dropped a, a bit. Um, and, you know, besides that, like you were just pointing out, there's not many guys in this rotation that can prove that they can go six, seven innings. Um, Give the bullpen Webb's, a break. Yeah, Webb's done it a few times, but who knows? And, you know, uh, teaser could be affecting the possible no extension from the Giants. So we'll see. We'll talk True. about that later. Um, but, yeah, kind of mixed emotions on the rotation. And uh, and, and, and also, ahead. also, I, I got to throw it out. There, there's going to be when he does arrive. There's going to be a lot of pressure and expectations on Kyle Harrison. Oh yeah, and he's the number one rated lefty starter in the minors right now. Yep, yep. and Across the board getting a lot of hype. Struck a lot of dudes out, out last year. Even even after he, he he got promoted to Double A, um, very excited for him. But you know, a lot it's going to be a lot of pressure on him from everybody. Everybody early on because they yeah. they they really do do, do need him wait wait when it's time for him to get here yeah and it just last point on the rotation you know we didn't even mention alex cobb who had a pretty good year for you know what his expectations were he's another year older he's gonna be 35 36 this year um coming off a fairly healthy year for a guy that's uh you know dealt with some injuries so you know we're we're Cobb guys, but we're also realistic. Like this could be a, a step back year for Alex Cobb. Um, you know, another sinker ball guy who was reaching 95, 96 pretty consistently last year. So yep. who knows too what we'll get from Alex Cobb. But kind of sticking on the the bump, um, we'll move to the bullpen if you're cool with that. Um, yep. I I straight out of the gate, this is an improved group, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's not it's, way better, but it's better. <laughs> Yeah, you it, in my opinion. Yeah, um, you had a guy like 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 Taylor Rogers. You're automatically better. Um, not very many, you know, reliable, effective lefty relievers in in baseball. So that's big for sure, and it gives you a little wiggle room because uh, the Giants, as as we know, they play in a lot of close games. Like they they play every game like it's like, like it's chess. It's, it's and it's very inning to inning, and that's where you get a lot of one run, two run games, and they're going to need another closer type arm back there. And Rogers yeah. has Rogers has, has has been a closer a lot of his career. You know, they, it provides uh, Camilo Duvall with with a little insurance back there because last year, if it wasn't Duvall's turn, it was what the fuck are we going to do tonight? Because yeah, 
Dominic Leone ended up off the team. Jake McGee ended Jake up McGee. off the off the team. You, you know, all these guys had Tyler Rogers had a massive step back last year. A lot of bad yeah. luck. You know, yeah. the Gi- Giants defense was pure was pure shit. And Tyler Rogers is always going to have balls get put in play. That's just the way it is. So uh, just a massive like the, a massive step step back for everybody last year. Everybody involved. Like I said, it had people getting jettisoned off off, off the roster entirely. But and then the wild, uh, big wild card is. Luke Jackson coming off surgery had a had a great 2021 in, in Atlanta. Has closed some games in, in his career. It was not a, a very good closer. Let's if we're being honest here. Back in 2019, but um, yeah, I think a lot a lot of upside with him. Hopefully, his velocity can can return and and hopefully he can turn into another John John Brabia type because they really. Going, going opener the way they did the last year, they really kind of wasted a pretty solid year from John Brebbia. I really feel like. And, and you and I are anticipating a good bounce back year from Brebbia, you know, fully yep. recovered from Tommy John. Yep. Um, and he he was good all around. He had a good year, whether it was opening games or as a reliever, which he is. But kind of getting back to Taylor Rogers real quick. I mean, obviously, a lot of people are, you know, whatever. They're going to do the whole twin thing this year and blah, blah, blah. Like, let's talk baseball. Like, he didn't have his best year last year. He was traded from San Diego to Milwaukee in the Josh Hader trade, which was, at the time, we were kind of like, well, this is weird. <laughs> it was a weird yeah. trade. Um, so you know, weird. F- four and eight and 66 appearances, um, a four seven six ERA. But the thing I look at, he had a three three one FIP, so maybe played with some bad defense. But also, in kind of a down year, he still had 11.75 Ks per nine, which is not what you get from brother Tyler. Uh, you know, no. Taylor is, he's going to throw much harder. He throws mid nineties consistently. He is a strikeout guy, which the giants need. And that's what this bullpen needs, especially in the back end. Like you said, to compliment Camilo Duvall, especially from the other side, they haven't yeah. had a, you know, dominant could, you know, blow it by you and strike you out lefty since 2021 jake mcgee and so it's been a, it, it's, and he wasn't even a big k guy yeah and uh, well we, we still don't know how he did that yeah it's still an anomaly to me but anyways <laughs> i think you know if you dive a little deeper into rogers numbers you know he averaged 2.66 walks per nine last year so obviously command was an issue um so hopefully he comes to san francisco he's still 31 he's not you know he's in his prime right now Fix the command stuff. Taylor Rogers could be back to having, you know, really, really good numbers. So I'm not too worried about him. I'm excited to see him pitch this year um, for the Giants. But, yeah, you you mentioned bringing him back. Uh, you know, John Brebbia is back, of course. Um, and he should be, you know, primarily probably used, like, in the seventh inning of games, maybe some eighth innings as a setup guy. Like, John Brebbia is a good reliever. And then, obviously, um, Scott Alexander was brought back. He had a really strong finish to the season for the Giants. That's another lefty. So the Giants, I think, I think, you know, I was all in on them in 2021. I nailed that. Then I doubled down. I was completely wrong. They were not so great in 2022. But and we're, you know, a couple months away from our season preview. But I am optimistic again about the bullpen. I think they address some needs for sure. And they're better. Not elite, but they're better. Because I mean. Camilo Duvall's uh, 25, going to be 26 this year, and he much improved this last year. I think he got more comfortable um, going through some stretches of some really dominant stuff and learning how to pitch. You don't have to throw 102 every time. Maybe mm-hmm. dial it back to 98, 99 with better command and then you know get in that slider and then bring in that two seam. So um, I am I am more optimistic about the Giants' bullpen this year, for sure. It's, it's hard to... It's hard for them not to take a step up from last year. It, it was true. It, it, even going into last year, like like it was going to be hard for them to not take a step back last year. It's going to be re- really hard for them to not to take a step back up this year. Because I mean, talk about the from go, going from here and going right back down in a in a two year stretch. So yeah, hopefully, um, yeah, Brebia and higher leverage the situation that's where he belongs, and hopefully. Um, yeah, Taylor Rogers can please stay healthy and give Duvall a little insurance and pray that Luke Jackson is ready to go around opening day, which is what they project. And because he had a good 2021 on a very good Braves team, Braves team, the one whole thing. So, yeah, yeah. excited, excited about the bullpen again, finally. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk some bats. 
Uh, I'm mixed right out of the gate. I'm I'm mixed about the lineup moving forward. Um, now, obviously, you bring back a Jock Peterson. Now, I think Jock Peterson is going to have like a huge year this year. And reason being is because I think he's going to play a more prominent role with the Giants where he should be, which is, you know, um, DH more than playing the field. And really, you know, even though his splits weren't god awful last year, but, you know, mainly get more used properly, in my opinion. Shift's gone. I think a lot more hits can fall for him. He's only 30. He can definitely still, you know, he would have been crazy to pass up the 19 plus million dollar qualifying offer. Um, But yeah, he absolutely, if he balls out this year, he can go get a three-year deal after this year for sure, whether it's back here with the Giants or somewhere else. Um, But I think bringing back Jock's big, he'll be in the middle of that lineup most days. And I anticipate a big year from him. But bringing in a Mitch Hanniger, um, you know, I like Mitch Hanniger. I liked him when he, he was with the Mariners. Um, big power when he's healthy. Uh, you know, 2021, 253, uh, 318 OBP and slugged 485 with 39 bombs, 100 RBIs. That was in 157 games. So, you know, his last full season, a really strong season. Giants mm-hmm. could use a right-handed power bat. Um you know, kind of struggled to stay healthy in 2022, only appeared in 57 games, but 11 home runs in those 57 games. I mean, you double that, he plays 114, there's 22. So in Seattle is not a very hitter-friendly ballpark. So, sure. um, you know, add Mitch Hanniger in the middle of the lineup. His splits aren't awful, so there's another everyday potential guy. And then the other big name to the lineup, obviously, Michael Conforto um from the i forgot to bring this up earlier that's what we're doing Uh, (laughs) uh, michael conforto obviously with the mets uh for the past several seasons another guy when he's healthy you know uh big power uh played uh last in 2021 i know he was coming off uh, shoulder surgery that's why he missed all of 2022 but where it is he's healthy he's ready to go um you know, another guy that has an opt out after the season. So very good chance that he at minimum opts out, goes somewhere else, or the Giants are going to have to buck up some money for him to keep him. But, mm-hmm. you know, if we're just talking 2023, I am excited about the additions they made. I know they fell short with Aaron Judge and Carlos Correa. And we've said it before, if, if the Giants had Carlos Correa, if, if, if Correa with these additions, like you're looking at a, pretty solid lineup very a like, very good team a very good team yes um you know take away Correa. you know these guys are still pretty solid but overall this is a you know middle of the road lineup and it, it's going to be full of um you know role players platoon guys still i don't know what the hell they're going to do with Wilmer flores um you know like lamont way jr is their um, solution at first base it's sounding like Mike Gastrempsi is going to get a lot of center field time um, so I, I, sorry I'm talking so long here but like offensively I think they'll be better I don't think they'll be significantly better but I think they'll be better but dude the defense got no help and <laughs> this was I mean it's not even arguable like the Giants had the worst defense in baseball in 2022 yep. and Guess what? Mitch Hanniger can hit, but he's not great defensively. Uh, Michael Conforto, not great defensively. Jock's going to be out there a lot. Uh, You know, he needs a DH because why? He's not great defensively. We've seen Lamont Wade Jr. at first. And, you know, sayonara, Brandon Bell. We're going to miss your glove, though, when you're healthy over at first base because Lamont Wade Jr. is not good at first. And then you have an aging Brandon Crawford. You have, uh, you know, hopefully David Viars get a third. Uh, on and on and on. Defense didn't get better. No. Straight up. No, uh, it really didn't. And that was one of the things that, you know, Farhan, you know, highlighted before the offseason started was that we got to get better defensively. Well, you didn't. Uh, yeah, like they're not – these guys aren't bad additions. Like they're not they're, – they're, they're good players. They, you know, they're good players the same way – Ray Durham was a good addition back in the day. Dustin Moore was a good addition back in the day. Like these were good. They're good players, but you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna, you know, reinvent the wheel in that giants lineup. They're, they're just not. 
Um, I'm excited about Conforto. Um, obviously, you know, troll surgery missed all last year. Yeah. I'll start. I'll start 2017. Had a couple years there. I think it was 2018 and 19 where um he where he hit uh you know almost 30 bombs. I think he, he was a high, in the high 20s. I believe both those years. Kind of dip back. I know in. Uh, in 2021, I know he only had, he only had four, four, 14 home, home, home runs that year, but um, but kind kind of eager to see how how he comes back after the, after surgery and missing all, all of last year. Hanniger, yeah, like you said, you know, a, a big time a big time 2021, uh, 39 homers, uh, 100 ribbies in a big ballpark, you know, just like he's to be playing in at, at Oracle. Once again, another guy who got hurt last year. Um, Fit, finished the year pretty strong, if if, if I recall. He, I mean, he was. Yeah, people forget the Mariners got in, in, in the in the playoffs last year and got to. You know, he was play, playing and playing in in big games, and they got better once 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 he got back. So sure, it's it's there there's reason there's reasons to be optimistic about these guys and them come back and being contributors. The question is how bit like how big of contributors are. are are they expected to be in in that clubhouse? Uh, because, because to me, on the surface, and then you, you mentioned Jock Peterson too, who had a career year last year. Uh, is it really fair to expect him to be an All Star again this coming year? I mean he he barreled up, he just barreled everything against the righties. He did, I don't think he made a bad swing all year against righties. <laughs> but 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 I, I I thought I thought I don't want to go I don't want to get too off topic about about last year. But I think the most fitting thing about where the Giants fell short last year was Jock Peterson was an all-star coming out of the all-star break. They faced four lefties in a row. Jock Peterson didn't play for like five days. And it was like, damn. And it, I think it was, it was against the Dodgers. And it was like, damn, you know, the, the Giants are getting their ass up. They could really use their, their all-star hitter right now. Oh wait, he can't play today because they're facing a lefty. So it was like kind of a microcosm of this, of the season, of the season last year. But you, you really wonder how how these guys are expected to perform in the midst of the clubhouse because to me these guys would fit they'd be six hitters on a very good team on a on, in a in a decent line they pretty much the entire Giants lineup would they'd all be hitting sixth on in a good lineup so it's gonna be interesting to see where how how the lineup shapes out and and how Faron tries to maneuver his way through a pretty bad defensive lineup once again. Yeah, yeah, like we mentioned a couple times, the defense did not get any better. Um but yeah, it's I am curious to see how much platooning we see again because there are I will say this, there's they're a little deeper than they were last year. We didn't even mention like JD Davis and right. um you know Austin Slater's still there. Huh? Um you know, he'll be in probably every time they they face a lefty, but um who knows? There could be some guys here that are trade candidates as well. But um, another big question like I have is, you know, I think they've entrusted in Joey Bart is going to be the guy behind the plate. Like, I think we can see it now. You and I yes. are big Joey Bart guys. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's not going to hit 300, but the guy could, you know, in a good year, maybe he's going to hit 230, 240, but go hit 20 bombs, you know, 25 bombs somewhere in there. And I think that could very well happen this year. And I think the thing with Joey Bart is his defense doesn't get talked about much outside of, I feel like a select, uh, you know, group of fans um, like Joey Bart is, is he's not elite, but he's very good defensively. He's solid. Um, he you know what? Now, whether it comes down to rapport with uh, the staff and, and getting that, I'm sure he's getting better at that. But you know, when it comes to throwing dudes out and um, you know working behind the plate, Joey Bart is very underrated, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, another question I had though is, you know, like what's the backup situation? You know, like last year they traded Kirk Casale during a year, like but Kirk Casale was like not really anything special. They brought in Austin Wins, who was an okay backup. Um, and you know, he cleared and he's now back, uh, in the organization, but technically like in the minors with Sacramento, you know, like, are we going to finally get to see Ricardo Henevis, who's going to be like 20 turning 24 this year, who has had some strong seasons, um, 
in the Giants farm system? Like, is he going to be an option? Um, you know, we know that Patrick Bailey hasn't been great. Um, he's shown a little bit of offensive problem. He's great defensively, but we don't know how he's going to hit. He can't get past, you know, Eugene. So, right. um, who knows? I think the big question, a big question this year will be the backup catcher situation. And then also what the hell are they going to do? You know, here we are again. They missed out on Carlos Correa. What's the backup shortstop situation? You have Brandon Crawford, who's coming off a pretty poor year after having a great 2021. He's 36 years old. He's in the last year of his contract. I I, I'm, I don't want to speak for you. I'll let you talk about it. But I think that he, he will be a little better this year, obviously. But, I mean, this guy's got to play like 100, 110 games this year and have plenty of rest, in my opinion. And so does that mean you're putting Tyro Estrada at short? Like, what, what are they doing there? Uh, I mean, Isan Diaz is an option. He's still around, and I love Isan uh, Diaz. Yeah, but, but apparently the Giants don't because he got he got he got no run at the big league level last year. Yeah, despite despite hit you know hitting pretty you know, pretty well down there in Triple A. One of the few guys who did the the the, the, the triple the Triple A uh, roster didn't really imp- impress last year offensively, but but he did. So he's an option, and they haven't got rid of him, so that, that's good. Um, you know, I would certainly. Uh, take him over you know the the donnie waltons of the world oh the, sure the uh pie throwers you know but <laughs> i mean guy I, I i could i could not watch that watch that guy guy throw try turn a double play ever again but um <laughs> uh yeah tyro tyro strada uh, he, he's a he's a really good uh he's a really good option you know he came up as a shortstop with with, with the yankees and then I, I think it was when they got they brought in Glaber Torres was when they started to, to move him around on the big league roster and he settled in at second base, but he's got experience there, but I mean, definitely, definitely an, an, an option. If, cause yeah, Crawford's not going to, not going to be able to go, um, 130, 140 games. I, I mean, maybe 130, but pro- probably not, not much more than that. And you could probably pencil him in for two or three, uh, IL stents too. Cause that's, that's what old guys do. They get hurt. Um. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Ex- I think uh, Bart is pretty pretty underrated defensively. Even you know even even now because people. I think people just they focus so much on 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 his bat last year going into the season yeah. because he was so, he was being entrusted. You know he was taking over Buster Posey's Posey's role and the Giants struggled offensively a good portion of of the year. So, but yeah, it kind of. You know, kind of under the radar a bit. Had a really, really good year managing that that pitching staff. So, I and I think that that, that going out and getting Ross Stripling and Shamanaya, two other veterans. You know, I'm sure um, Joey's Bart, Joey, Joey Bart's name came up quite a few times in, in those conversations. So, obviously, you know that they're feeling confident in what what, what he can do with them. But yeah, um, you, you mentioned about Austin wins, and he did get. Designated for assignment, and nope, yeah, nobody claimed him. Nobody picked no him biters. up. And, and I, you know, going on Twitter, you had a lot of people really up in arms when they DFA'd him, going, "Oh, wait, are they do, you know, he he finished the year so so good, and you know they're gonna regret this, and da da da." And yeah, well, he's still here, and not only he didn't even request his outright release, he took the assignment. So that shows you what baseball thinks of Austin wins outside of San Francisco. Yeah. And, you know, there was rumors about Gary Sanchez po- possibly, um, but if they were to bring him in, he'd be nothing more than a right-handed DH. He can't play defense. He, I don't trust him back there even for a day. So he's Joey Bart who can't play defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he's Joey Bart who can't <sighs> play defense. So, and yeah, you had mentioned uh, Lamont Wade taking over, you know, who's supposed to be the projected opening day first baseman at, like as of now that's 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 what we're hearing that's the yeah. that's the direction that's the direction they want to go and man uh, <laughs> well who I, knows we could see david vr get some some run over there um and he's a young guy like i like i'd probably be in favor of like let me just see vr over there get him more reps i mean we we know the guy like is serviceable like hitting like yeah, I think he's a little better than we expected and you know who knows he might have a surprise year with the bat but 
yeah, first base is I'm concerned about first base for sure. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like that's it's like that that scene in in Moneyball when they go to Scott Hatterberg's house and they tell him they want him to be a first baseman and you know Billy Bean says, "Hey, that's Scott, it's not that hard." And Rawlinson goes, "Tell you, tell him, watch, it's incredibly hard. It's incredibly hard." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if and Robert Washington's a defensive guru. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the, the, when I, when I hear about Lamont Wade being a full time first baseman, that's that's the scene I think of. It's like, do they really just think they could just roll it, <laughs> anybody anybody over there? And it, it's going to be fine. Like, yeah, it's like you would think at some point they would get a like a, a, a little insurance there in case one of these guys sucks. Because I mean, between him and Wilmer Flores and David VR, I mean, there's a there's a good possibility they all can't do it. So if, if if that were to happen, I'd be curious to see what what uh what what, what route route they go, because it's they just they can't give runs away the way that the way that they did last year. I mean that was it was hard hard to watch it as, as a fan. And what what once once you you kind of saw belt belts decline, you were like, wow, they are really fucked over there first base defensively. And now belts gone forever, and they yeah they made no real effort to try to re- replace his glove like at all. I am curious too, you know, he, he had a great year in double a got moved up uh, and, and had not even worthy to discuss numbers uh, in triple a sack at the end of the year, but Casey Schmidt sure glove, you know, I, I, I think he'll at least be uh, in Sacramento for the majority of the year unless he's just absolutely lighting the world on fire, which if he is, then freaking let the young guys play. So, um, yeah, excited about VR. Um, I'm optimistic about him. Who knows about Casey Schmidt, but he would shore up third base. And then, um, you know, obviously we'll see Kyle Harrison at some point. So, yes, I think we're at the point, like, let's, you know, let's see some young guys too, because yeah, who knows? So, um, shall we just get to the, to this part here? Do we, do we want to do this now? Let's do it now. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Go for it. Oh, I'm going first. Tell us. Yeah, you can go first. All right. Um, I don't know if this is, a, this is an actual grade. You know, I've, I've, I've got some bad grades in my life, but I've never, I think I've ever seen this on, <laughs> on paper. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with a D plus. A D plus. A D plus because I, 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 again, I don't think any of their additions are bad additions. I think they're nice players, but if we're, we, we were kind of, they didn't say, they didn't say it out loud, but they kind of alluded to the fact Farhan and Greg Johnson, these guys that they were going to go out and get a big fish or two, you know, they didn't, they didn't outright say that, but they were like, we will not be outbid. You know, there was mm-hmm. one of those. And I'm not saying the Giants. they won. I was about to say, the, the, they didn't get outbid. But <laughs> but, but it, it, when it comes to signing for agents, it's clearly more than just, okay, here's a lot of money and no mm-hmm. nuts. You mm-hmm. have to win. I mean, to me, it's all, it's like recruiting, you know, high, you know, high school athletes to go to a, go to a university. You have to win the room at some point. You have to be better than the other guys. And – who are we're trying to land these players, and I just think with how last year ended, the NLCS was it the LCS? The Dodgers Padres was that the LCS last year? No, that was the uh, DS the, 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 the division DS. Yes, yeah, because uh, like, Pods played the Phils. Yes, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that stupid song. Yeah, with the uh, Padre fans, <laughs> but um, you had your two you know, your two division rivals playing each other in the playoffs, and they after a year where they just beat the piss out of you and they, and it wasn't the fact that the giants lost those games to to the Dodgers. It was how they lost them. They got their ass beat and it was palpable. You could see how, how much more talent those guys had as opposed to, to, to to the giants and for them to go into that, come out of the off season and land really no real difference maker you know, to, to the equation in a division where you have those two teams in front of you and a, and a storming Arizona team. Who's, who's pretty damn, damn good as well. You, you, you added no real difference makers. And in, in the process, you lost one in Carlos Rodon because you 
refused to wave the white flag at freezing at the trade deadline last year because you said like we're, we're still, screaming for because we're we're only one one good, good week, week away. away from being back in it. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> so it again, it's not a knock on the players that they, they brought in because they brought in some good players, but I just don't see how they're any better or closer than they were a year, a year ago. So I'm I'm gonna go with D plus. I I think I'm in the minority there, but go ahead. I'm gonna give them just a flat, solid, boring C. Um, <laughs> it's like me in college. <laughs> hey, they get those degrees, baby. But do yeah, C's right. get World Series rings? No, I'm just joking. Look, rotation. Um, obviously, losing Rodon's huge. Even though I think I can speak for the both of us, we weren't thrilled about giving him a big long-term contract like what he got with the yankees six years no thanks thanks for last year you know whatever great but you know those injuries are going to come back at some point um you know you bring in stripling and manias whatever uh you know some the 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 rotation i feel like it's not going to be as good as it was last year but i don't think it would be significantly worse we've already talked about that the bullpen you know got better for sure i think um and then the Bats, bats got better. Defense did not get better. Um, you know, but you gotta factor in like I know there's a lot of uh blame and non-blame on Gabe Kapler too, but like he's gotta be better too in regards of like how he's using this lineup, how he's using the bullpen. So he's factored into this too. So um, you know, I think like you like you mentioned, we were expecting a big name. We know they were in on the big names, they freaking had a big name. Um, that obviously yeah. fell through. Um, so yeah, overall, it's just like, it's, it's a C to me. I don't think it was awful at all. I think they got overall a little better, but it was still a disappointing off season because the giants didn't get their, their franchise guy that could be the magnet for other guys in the future. Um, so who knows? Just a big solid C for me. So yeah, yeah. You, you know, I think I think it kind of ro- rolls back to this uh, from a fan standpoint. Because at the end of the day, we're, we're just fans. Aside from the fact that it's baseball and we love baseball, are, are you excited for this coming season? Yeah, just because we, you know, we've watched almost per- every game in our lives for the last twenty something years. Yeah, of course I am. Uh, you know, I just I the, early this in this year. Um, you know, March is is cool with spring training, and then we get the season going. Um, I I can confidently say that you know the Giants got a little better, but the Padres got better. The Dodgers didn't have to do much; they're already really good. Um, other teams in the National League got significantly better, especially some teams in the Central and the East. I really do think the Chicago Cubs are going to be much improved this year, and they are a borderline wild card team. Um, you know, other teams in the National League got better. I just, I don't think the Giants did enough to, you know, be in that conversation where, hey, maybe they're the, you know, that sixth wild card going into this year uh, or going, you know, into September, October. So, um, yeah, I'm excited, but am I optimistic it's going to be a great year? No. I mean, we're, we're two months away from probably our season preview, but way too early you know prediction i think this team's hovering right around 500 again and it's not enough yeah and so. it was it, it, it was just i think it was the it was the build up and and the the anticipation and them actually coming out and saying shit like we will not be outbid and i'm not talking about cram but i mean there's other guys too and but and, and to come out with nothing <laughs> you know of Nothing significant, like to where boom, we we got a dude right here. We mm-hmm. got a dude right here. You know, look the fuck out, we're coming. We mean business. We mean business, and the Giants yeah. just didn't do that. And yeah, you know, Farhan kind of stole that Norman Dale line from uh, from Hoosiers, saying, "Yeah, let's let's support the guys who are here, not the guys who aren't." That's exactly what that fool said. Hoosiers, Gene Hackman, shout out, <laughs> but. Man, a good movie, but that team had like seven players and they won the state title. But I don't see, the, I don't see the Giants re- repeating su- such a similar feat. I just don't. I think 
if I were to sum up how I feel as a Giants fan right now, it would be how much longer is this front office going to stick to the opt-out short-term deals where, you know, because the fan base has to have some guys, like, you know, we're not falling in love with players, guys. We're a team, guys. But, you know, there's got to be some guys here that, like, fans are, like, super excited about, like, for the next four or five-plus years. And that may be Logan Webb. But, again, we'll talk about it. Where's the extension? You know, uh, the Giants don't show any initiative of committing to anyone long term. And we know that they're optimistic about some of the prospects we're going to get over the next couple years. Harrison's close. Schmidt's been a nice surprise. You know, uh, Luciano's probably a 2024 realistic option. Maybe 2025. I don't know. He's still young. But, you know, how are how long are we going to go on this mouse wheel of what's this team's identity? Because we're still, I still can't answer it. I still well, don't know what this team's direction is. Well, yeah, well, neither do I. And I think they're, they don't really have a direction right now. I think their direction is, oh my God, let's please just stay relevant enough to where people just care about us enough for 162. I think that's where they're at right now. It's a very yeah. sad, it's a sad reality, but it's true. But you see, the, yeah, the whole approach after watching what the Dodgers do and the Padres do and the Yankees do and the Red Sox do and all these other big, the Phillies and the approach of basically going up to pl- the, these phrases, some of these phrases and saying, please take our money. And if you have a great year, you don't have to come back next year. That, that is, guys, that's weak. It's it's weak. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. it's it's a. Weak... I get it if it's like you know a couple of times, but like, it's, dude, it's every, every everybody, everybody. <laughs> like the old, I think the old out of all those free agents that they just signed, the only guy guaranteed to, guaranteed to be here in three years is Taylor Rogers, the the bullpen arm, which is insane to me. I mean, that's yep. like it's like yep. they're doing it backwards. But if if that's if that's really the only way they can get people out here that's a really scary and sad and sad reality because it, it reminds me of back when we were little and you had, because you know, the giants were good. Girl. They had bonds, Kent snow, Rob, yeah. Ben, you know, all these all-stars, great players. And Pedro they, and, yeah. Pedro <laughs> Feliz. Yeah. Proud about him. Yeah. But they had these all-stars who were there every year. Like you knew they'd be there opening day. You could wear their Jersey yes. and we'd, and we'd always make fun of the, of, of the ace fans that we knew because they had a new goddamn team every year. Well, guess what? The giants are getting there. The giants well, are. And they're yeah, getting how, there. We, we need to stop seeing the 10, 12 and 14 years displayed everywhere. Trust me, you honor your world series teams. I'm all for it. But yeah. by God, you know, like I know we don't have the star power now, and we're still, you know, like Brandon Crawford's the only guy left, so he should be the only one. Nope, you'll still see Bumgarner and Posey and Belt stuff around the ballpark. And it's like, dude, we literally are living in the past, literally. So yeah, yeah, whatever. And just yeah, the the <clears throat> the short term one year deals. Yeah, it it, it worked. Yeah, like you said, you talked about the World Series team. The the only team that really did that was the ten team when they had like. Burl and Huff and Ross yeah. and Tor- yeah. Torres and got guys. Like, I mean, yeah, that it all worked out. You know, great. Juan Uribe, yeah, all, all those guys. It worked out. But if if these if these free agents are checking in, knowing okay, all I gotta do is have a, a halfway decent year, and I'm getting the fuck out of here and getting more money. <laughs> like, I, I I I don't know. Like, it's 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 not it can't be good for the culture i guess that's what i'm getting at like the, the vibe around the ballpark i mean how, how upset would you would you be right now like if you bought a carlos rodon jersey last year <laughs> that, that probably, sucks that probably sucks. wasn't bought we saw the writing on the wall <laughs> yeah that we knew, sucks we knew if he stayed healthy and he was good he was not gonna be back this well year. right but see, yeah see, we knew that well what if like you know you're you know doug you're a dad and in in if you were Taking you know, Doug Jr. to the game last year, eight, seven, eight years old. Dad, name, by the way, but yeah. se- seven, eight years old, and dad, I, I want a Carlos Rodon jersey. Ah, oh, motherfucker. Sorry, son. <laughs> He's probably gonna be with the Yankees next year. Uh, I know, obviously, we didn't know that, but yeah. No, no, no. Damn it. All right, fine. Yeah, but you, you'd still buy it. But but still, I'm, like, 
Let me imagine, get you a Luciano jersey. He's got I, a lot of promise. Imagine, yeah, but see, like those are those are like the you know the the people who deal with this, who invest in the team and take and take their kids to to the game. And this year, of course, we yeah, okay, we're going back to the game. Oh, Sean Manaya, look at he's big, he's Hawaiian, he's fun to look at, he throws hard. What if he has a renaissance? Like a, a, he has a great year. Yeah, hang ten. Yeah. And, Sign R, dude. Yeah, hey, hey, dad, uh-huh. want, hey, dad. This year I want a Sean Manaya jersey. God damn it! <laughs> and it's, Sorry, son. He's going to be pitching for the Red Sox next year. <laughs> yes, you know, like and the cycle continues, and that's all. Like, you know, it's it's. I get it. I get it's it. A, totally it's a bad. Right. It's a bad look, and I know. I hope they get out of it soon. <laughs> Please. All right, let's end uh, with something fun. Um, don't have to give scores, but predictions for this weekend. Who's who's making it to the Super Bowl? Oh shit! Um, I actually I didn't even thought about that yet. I will go with the uh, with the '80s throwback. I'll go with the Bengals and the uh, 49ers. Ooh, a little rematch, huh? Yeah. I'll tell you what. I, I I'm I am worried. Niners uh, have have uh, shown to struggle uh, covering mobile quarterbacks the last few years. Uh, I think that's their Achilles heel. But um, yeah, I I do like Cincy and in, in the other game, especially if Mahomes is 100. percent yeah. Um, and they're just playing so well right now. Joe Burrow, arguably best quarterback in the game right now. He's just so good um, with his weapons. And then that defense is underrated. Uh, oh, absolutely. Co- and Coach Lou's got that D playing really well right now. Yeah. And, and then, they got a little swagger to them, too. Oh, they do. They do. They, yeah. well, you know, they lost in the Super Bowl last year. They, they know what they're doing. They're on a mission. Yep. And then, yeah, uh, Niners and Eagles, I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, both offenses good, both defenses good. Um, I'm just taking Kyle Shanahan over Nick Sirianni. That's the kicker I'm going with. So give me the give me my Niners okay. playing the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. I, I think at the end of the day, you know, de- you know, defense, you know, defense, defense wins championships, and I like the Niners defense. You know, just just a little bit better than than Philadelphia's. It's it was just a little bit better than Dallas last week. It'll be just a little bit better than Philadelphia this week. All right, man. Well, hey, we'll uh, we'll start getting these back out. Um, you know, on a normal basis, uh, over the next few weeks, we're approaching episode 100, my friend, we're on 94 tonight. So, um, getting there for doing a lot of these, it's crazy. So, but we're excited. <laughs> Baseball is just around the corner. Um, you know, like I said, believe.com. If you want to rate, give us a nice uh, review, go on Apple podcasts, wherever you are, where you can get your podcasts, YouTube, wherever. So appreciate your support. And all that good stuff. Uh, Yeah. And so until next time, say hey, Doug. Say hey, Rob. Go Giants. Go Giants. Say hey. Say who? Say Willie. Say hey. Say who? Swinging at the plate. Say hey. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.